0: Hey friends, it's your host Brittany Tugas Here on the show, I teach you how to prioritize your well-being using both my personal experiences and tips and tools I've learned along the way. I dive into all things mental and physical health while keeping it real and raw just like we'd have a conversation in person. My goal is to educate you to take control of your life and dreams and be the best hype girl you've ever had. So pull up a seat and get ready to roll. This is the Miss Podcast. Hello, hello, podcast friends. I'm so excited to be putting out a new episode finally. It is almost a year to the day that I released my last podcast episode and took a break for a really long time. It's taken me a while to figure out exactly how I wanted to take my business and what direction, on what platforms, what was most important to me, and what did I actually enjoy doing. And that'll be a little bit of the theme for today's episode, is kind of self-awareness and being fully involved in what we actually want to do with our lives. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of an introduction if you haven't been here before, uh, where I'm headed for those of you who aren't new and who have been kind of along on this whole journey, and then a takeaway for today um, filled with some value because I want to make sure this isn't just about me and my journey, but you and yours. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. First and foremost, I am Brittany Tugis. I am a mindset coach, a choreographer, and a dancer. Uh, these are all things that I have grown to love over the years and thought that I had to keep niching down, which it is really important to niche down, but I have realized that I can pull these entities together and make them work together while still keeping my niche the same and intact. So, uh, I, like I said, I am a mindset coach, but I am rooted in organization, productivity um, kind of things because I'm a true believer that if your life feels over chaotic and way out of your control, that it's that much harder to have a positive mindset and have that time uh, to reflect when everything else feels so chaotic, and similarly with choreography and dance, the way that plays in is I believe that if your mind is chaotic and you're not at ease and you don't feel confident within yourself, you cannot fill your full potential with dancing and with expressing yourself because your mind is chaotic. So the choreography and dance lend itself to creating an organized and productive and positive mindset and The mindset coaching lends itself to having an organized, productive, and positive outlook on everyday life and what you're actually physically doing in your environment. So all of my teachings have become rooted in that idea that we need to have some type of system Um, And I want to make note of this, I'll touch more on this later, but I want to make note that one size does not fit all. Uh, That is another firm belief of my coaching, regardless of mindset or dance, is that not everything works for every single person. I believe anybody can do anything, but the way you go about it is going to be different because we're all different people. I have been in the self-development world for a long time and heard a lot of people try to create this end-all, be-all scenario where you have to fit into this mold or you will fail. And I'm sure maybe if you've been in any type of self-development at all, you've heard this notion that if you wake up at 5 a.m., you will be a millionaire. This idea that all entrepreneurs must wake up at 5 a.m. to achieve anything. And for a while, I very much believed that I fed into that, uh, that idea and that theory because so many entrepreneurs that I looked up to did wake up at 5 a.m. They woke up as early as possible, got as many things as possible done, and that's how they were productive. And I just thought, you know, one day when I'm able to do that consistently, I will finally have made it. I will finally be wealthy. I will finally be a success. What I found, though, was no matter how many of those ideas that I tried, it did not change my outcome. What finally did start changing my outcome was when I used my strengths in productivity, in organization, in mindset to work with me. And then suddenly the results started coming because I was doing things that worked for me and putting my energy into that instead of trying to put myself into a mold. So, that is a little introduction on who I am, what I believe in, and what everything I do is based in. So, now I want to head into some takeaways for today, for today's first episode, some things to leave you thinking about. Um, before our next episode. So for this podcast, I want it to be a reflection of all the teachings that I go more in depth in with uh, my clients in one-on-one coaching um, and possibly with teams and people that I choreograph for um, and dancers in general, the kind of messages that I want to put out there um, as a coach. So I'm headed in the direction of all different kinds of wellness. The reason that I started working privately with clients instead of trying to put them all through a mainstream uh, system and program that was just all in the same was because I noticed that a lot of what I taught applied to many different areas in life. And so while the niche is helping people who struggle with organization and productivity and thus a positive mindset, there's the niche there for the type of people that I'm working with. However, the people can come with any different kind of goal in mind. And that was where I struggled for so long was I thought that I needed to help specifically people who wanted to get a degree in psychology, for people who were owning a business for people who, you know, things that were super specific to what they wanted, rather than specific to the things that they struggled with. And so I never wanted to just help a person with one type of goal. And I guess the goal is organization and productivity, but it felt like I was always trying to call out a specific person with a specific type of lifestyle um, as to what their goals were. And I didn't want that. So where I am now is focusing on the tools that people may struggle with for the goal that they're achieving. And I open it up to any and all goals um, with my clients. So the takeaway or the kind of detour into what we're doing next is self-awareness, um, self-awareness for what you want out of your goal, out of what you're doing. Uh, I believe you have to be a little bit self-aware, at least, to start changing your life. You have to pick out what area it is that you feel drawn to work on. It doesn't mean you need to know specifically every single detail because that's what a coach is for. That's what I'm here for, to help you work through those details and visualize what you actually want. But you need to pick maybe for one area in particular, uh, whether that's health, uh, mental health, physical health, um, financial health, any of those areas where you're like, I think that this is where I need to start. This is what would make me feel better. And maybe from there, working with a coach, you unfold maybe something different. But having an area to start and something to go off of identifies the fact that you actually want change. And from there, you have to actually want change. And I just repeated myself because I want to make that very clear. Someone cannot want for you your goal more badly than you want it for yourself. When that becomes the case, you don't actually end up changing at all because this other person wants it for you. They want to see you succeed and do the things. But if you don't want to, if at your core you're not truly trying to make that change for yourself, you won't see any progress. And I think that's something that we as people struggle with a lot is we want something so badly, but we're afraid to do the real work. And coaches come in to help you follow through the work and maybe give you the next step. But ultimately, you have to do that actual work and you have to actually want that change for yourself for it to work. Otherwise, you could listen to a coach all day long, but it might not stick because you're not willing to, to back it up. So the, those first two things, self-awareness for a goal you have in mind, and then actually wanting the change and being willing to do that. Lastly, one size does not fit all. <laughs> I will talk about this again and again and again and again, uh, because truly, it's, it's the truth. Um, for years, I've t- I touch on this all the time. I struggled with believing truly that if I did the exact same thing as another entrepreneur and wasn't seeing the same results, that I was a failure. It didn't mean that there was another way. It didn't mean that, it didn't mean anything else. It just meant that I was a failure. And a lot of times in our own lives, you know, separate from business, for for you as people, we think that if we can't succeed the same way someone else does, that that automatically means we can't do it. And a lot of uh influencers and different people put pressure on clients and on people that they're serving to do it their way or the highway and that if you're not doing it their way it doesn't work and when I first started coaching for example I thought journaling and affirmations was the end all be all to everybody's problems like it was the ultimate solution And all of a sudden, I realized that there was a lot of people that that didn't work for. And I was frustrated. I was like, oh my god, they just must be doing it wrong. Like, how do you journal wrong? You don't. But I assumed that they were just doing it wrong, because they weren't getting the results. And I was someone that really relied heavily on journaling and affirmations, or so I thought. And slowly, when I took a step back and realized that it wasn't that these people weren't trying. It's just that that avenue wasn't working for them. And so what kind of coach am I to not learn about some other ways that other things could be helpful to someone? So I took a step back and started working on my own self-care and mental health and things like that. And I realized that while I really loved journaling still and different prompts really helped me work through things, I'm a writer at heart and um, that always really helped me. While those things were true, I struggled a lot with affirmations. I loved writing them, and I loved saying them out loud, and for certain things, they really helped, but it wasn't anything that truly threw me into the next step that that took me to the next level, and so I took that step back, and I realized, wow, like, they- this didn't help as much as I thought it did for me. And here I am blaming other people for it not working for them, thinking that they're just doing it wrong, that they it it's just not working for them because they're doing it wrong. And so I I, I took away that mentality. I started digging more into self-development, um, to different kinds of self-development, looking up different ways, different things, um, researching what other coaches maybe had come up with. And I came across a lot of new things and, again, reaffirmed my own idea that one size does not fit all. And it's something I've heard for so long. You know, you probably hear that all your life in different areas. And I had preached it for so long, but I still had a one size fits all mindset for myself. And until I pulled myself out of that mindset and gave myself the grace to realize that one size didn't fit me either, uh, it allowed me to open up my teachings a lot better to, to other clients. I was able to spin and pivot and think of something else that might help them and figure it out until we find something that does work. And it won't always be the first try. It won't always be perfect. In fact, it it, it usually is not perfect. You usually don't get it on the first try. But part of having those failures and having that learning ability and that learning curve is that when you finally get to the destination, when you finally get to something that does work, it's that much more rewarding and it's that much easier to appreciate because of the different trials that you have been through. So, to wrap up, I hope you enjoyed this first kind of intro episode into the podcast. I will be dropping new episodes every Friday is my goal. I don't know if I'm going to theme the weeks or theme the months. Um, So if you have any suggestions or anything that you want to hear or want me to touch on, um, don't be afraid to send me a message on Instagram um, to rate the show, leave a comment. I'd really appreciate it. Your support means the world. Um and I'll just give updates as I go through Instagram and I appreciate you coming along for the journey. If you have been with me for a while and if you are new here, welcome. I so appreciate your support also and I hope you have an amazing day. Wow, you've just finished an episode of the Misprint podcast. Thank you. If you loved this episode, please screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story with the hashtag Podcast and tag me so I can see. I'd be super grateful if you'd follow the show and leave a review so I can make sure I'm putting out the best content for you. New episodes are released every Friday, but if you just can't wait, head over to Instagram to connect with me there or check out my website, BritneyTugas.com to look at all the things. Until next time, I hope you have an amazing day and remember you are strong, you are loved, and you are worthy of living out your dreams.